From Planet Ant Media, welcome to Sandwich Talk. I'm Carlos, your host, and this is my chance to sit down with some friends, talk about our favorite sandwiches, and dive into some new ones too. This week, we're munching on three sandwiches from Ochre Bakery in Detroit, Michigan. My guest is Alex Clark, a truly fantastic human, a nationally recognized chocolatier, and owner of Bon Bon Bon. We enjoy talking about these sandwiches, chocolate, duh, and a super unique ice cream ingredient. So hug up to your favorite sandwich and enjoy the show. Alex Clark, welcome to Sandwich Talk. Thank you. <laughs> it's good to be here. Yeah, it's good to finally have you on this, on no, this podcast. No, I've been looking forward to it so much, I can't even tell you. Um, you're one of the people that, when I was first doing Sandwich Talk before Planet Ant, um, I wanted to have on the podcast, and I'm happy that we finally get a chance to do this. Um, <laughs> so. Destiny has brought us together. <laughs> um, so today on Sandwich Talk, the first thing that I need to know is tell us about yourself. Tell us what you do here in the city of Hamtramck slash Detroit and kind of just a little bit more about who you are. I thought you were going to say the first thing we need to, t- need to know is what's your favorite sandwich. And my Listen, heart went down to my stomach and way. all of a sudden I was like, <laughs> I don't know. Um, so my name is Alex Clark and <laughs> I am the founding chocolatier at a chocolate experiment company manufacturing <laughs> spot here in Hamtramck, Michigan. Um, and I, I just love chocolate Yeah, and I love Hamtramck and I love serving chocolate to people in Hamtramck and Detroit. We love to, I mean, can you think of a cooler place to be making or community to be serving than here? No. I mean, both of us get to do it. Like you're, yeah. the people that come into our shop are incredible. It's real people. It's really real people. And it's, uh, I mean, um, a a friend of mine told me a long time ago, real recognizes real, you know, and that's, that's one thing that you'll notice is like, if you're putting yourself out there and you're showing yourself, showing the world that it's something that you truly do love, that you truly have a passion for, real people will recognize it and they're going to come your way and they're going to support you. And that definitely shows in your business. Um, Your business is called Bon Bon Bon. Oh, yeah. It's called Bon Bon Bon. (laughs) (laughs) We make Bon Bons. (laughs) We make Bon Bon Bons. So we try to make the goodest Bon Bons that we could possibly Bon. Yeah. (laughs) I like that. How many times do you say Bon a day? Um, I don't know, but my phone does autocorrect things that are not Bon to Bon all of the time. (laughs) So definitely more often than not. (laughs) I imagine you say Bon a lot. You're, Uh, You're... in rough luck, if your name is John and I'm trying to text you. Ooh, if it's a J-O-N? Yeah. Oh, oh. if you're a J-O-N, you're a B-O-N. Very quickly. Aww, I know. Poor Jonathan. I know. <laughs> well, you got to change it to Jonathan, not Bonathan. Bonathan. <laughs> Bonathan should be the name of a Bon. <laughs> if, you, if you have like, so John Kung is a John J-O-N, yeah. you should do a Bonathan Kung. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we actually have been talking about doing a clap piece, classic Detroit. You're like, we are going to clap. Bonathan um, Kung food. Maybe that's what we need to call is Bonathan. He just has such a command for for peppers, for like Sichuan peppers yeah. and, and all kinds of sensations that you can create with them that I want to create with them but don't know how to do. And he, I mean, he owns that palette of flavors. He just knows. Yeah. One time I just ate noodles at his house and I like could have cried. It was just noodles. But it was not just noodles because no. it was John Kong. Yeah, he's he's got a, a magical way of cooking. Oh and, my gosh! Uh, I I I, uh, 
I'm astounded every time that I just watch him in the in the kitchen. He fe- he looks and feels so at home when he's in there. Oh yeah. I mean, obviously his kitchen is in his house. But, yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> but no matter where he is, I mean, I've seen him wield a knife in the middle of you know here in Hamtramck. We did the pop up festival, and he just knows his way around everything. Like he's got his mise en place like set up in the most perfect way. Yeah. And it's it's really cool to see how he can command food in a certain way you know it's and it's, just to watch him because he's so handsome <laughs> he's a great looking guy for yeah. sure <laughs> um so you do bonbons you do chocolates yes um that's that's really great because i love chocolate <laughs> i us. think that's how we met <laughs> yeah uh so today we're at the planet Ant podcast studio um which you didn't even know existed two blocks from your house no i had no idea but that's <laughs> like one of the things that i think i love about this place so much is that something like an amazing podcast studio can exist yeah two blocks away from your house <laughs> and you have no idea until yes. you meet somebody randomly at some place, you know, it's, yeah, it's pretty magical. The city of Hamtramck is pretty magical. Pretty like magical you can, it, it, like I, I said this before when we were doing the pop-up festival, it has the pop-up mentality already baked into the city. It's oh, like yeah. a whole nother country. Basically you can do whatever you want in the city of Hamtramck as long as it's for the good reasons. Mm-hmm. And you'll have the support of the entire community because the entire community legitimately only stays in Hamtramck for the most part. It's two square miles. That's it. And this town inside of a, another small town is so close-knit and they're here to support each other. They're here to take care of each other. They're all so humble and, and, and kind. I went to a Christmas party once hosted by uh, Sammy Blani, who's uh, my friend Natty and Sonny's dad. He's a dentist here, mm-hmm. uh, runs Florian Dental. And he hosted a Christmas party like everybody, the who's who of Hamtramck came out, oh, like the mayor and a ton of great people. It was really cool to see and, and great to be a part of. And everybody, first upon meeting you, it's the embrace. It's like, like I said, being in a different country, they give you a warm embrace, a real hug. Totally. It's so cool. People here are happy to be here. And um, it's such a unique and, and weird community. And I right. wouldn't trade it for the world. No, never. Yeah. Uh-uh. It's, and it's cool that we have this community inside of another small town community of Yeah, Detroit. I forget about Detroit a lot. When people are like, <laughs> what's it like having a chocolate shop in Detroit or a chocolate factory in Detroit? And I'm like, I, I don't have a, I guess it is right there. I mean, I guess we're in it. Yeah, so technically it's in Detroit, but but you're like, it's really just in Hamtramck, but nobody <laughs> knows Hamtramck, so then you have to explain and Yeah. Um, so before we continue to talk about your chocolate and the collaborations that you've done, I wanted to ask you, this is the question that you've been waiting on. What is your favorite sandwich? Oh, I prepared better. Um, I really like when they make the chicken shawarma and then they put the fries in it. Mm. I'm into that. Okay. I think that that would be my number one favorite sandwich. With everything in it, the tomatoes, the pickles, the garlic. Oh, yeah. And if they wanted to add more. Actually, okay. So we got to go to Israel for Bon 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 once, which was pretty Mm. crazy. And we went to the Shook, and there were these people in Israel, when they make sandwiches, they put, like, seven kinds of sauce on the sandwich. And I think that's what I'm into about shawarma, too, is the sauce. Like, the fact that there's, like, it's not a dry sandwich. Like, you're going to get something more than just a little mayo on it. For sure. And I think I might be into a real saucy sandwich. I think that's really what it is. Yeah, I think I just had a moment. <laughs> I actually, so I didn't even like mayonnaise until I was working at the Detroit Athletic Club. And we used to make fresh baked bread every day. Yeah. And I'd slice the bread. 
um, kind of towards the end of my shift when it was getting to be about lunchtime. And I'd slice the bread and I'd save the butts and I would go over to the Garde Manger station and I'd take some turkey. And then they had little mayonnaise packets and I would just eat like turkey on bread. Just mayonnaise packets? Like nothing special? Standard I never Hellman's? had mayonnaise before. Whoa. I thought it was gross because like as a little kid, I decided that. And um, then I put some mayonnaise on some bread with some turkey and now I have a legitimate mayo habit. Yeah. I mean, that's, I've heard the same thing from a lot of people that don't like mayonnaise. I actually didn't like mayonnaise. Yeah. And I've gotten more and more into it because of the right kind of mayonnaise, the right kinds of applications. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Duke's Mayo. It's no, a, it's a mayo know. from down south that you can basically only order on Amazon oh, no. with the exception of being able to pick it up at El Harmin now. <gasps> El Harmin, a Hamtramck grocery, now chain, two locations. Unbelievable spot. Love the new location. It's huge. AKA Alan Harry's. <laughs> Alan Harry's. <laughs> That's a great way to say it. Um, but yeah, they they sir they have Dukes there. You can just oh pick up God. Dukes. They have a bunch of stuff. They have everything yeah. good. Mm-hmm. I love that place. I love that place too. Um, so chicken shawarma sandwich with fries is your favorite. Yeah, right when now. they put the fries. Super in saucy. It. Yeah. I I agree. I love chicken shawarma. I love any kind of shawarma. One of my favorite things, because I, I grew up in, in like Dearborn. Yeah. And in Dearborn, they ask you, do you want chicken or do you want meat? Think about that for a second. Like, I don't know. Do you want chicken or meat? So chicken is meat. But However, it, you know that the meat is the lamb or the beef. Or th- yeah. But they ask you, oh, How do you, you want chicken it? or meat? I get a mixed shawarma sandwich, okay. uh, both chicken and meat. And then I get no tomatoes, extra pickles, double garlic on the side. And See, you got to get the sauce. I'm a sauce guy. Yeah. You know, I, I love sauces. I love a good, you know, juicy, savory so type Dearborn, item. Dearborn, you know Maddie's on Monroe. That's oh, hell yeah. Too. I forgot that you like Maddie's. We I talked about Maddie's. Maddie's a while ago. Great deli. I think and it's, it's genius. in the west side of Dearborn. In any, in any restaurant establishment, I always believe that people go because they're hungry. And that place always has a line. Mm-hmm. And they serve up the butts of the bread and they just put them in a little deli basket. And while you're waiting, you can <laughs> eat a butt of bread. And it makes the world go round. It's like it's just like putting the <laughs> chips on the table when you sit down, right. you know, or like putting out a bread basket or just having some peanuts. It's like when people when you know people have to wait for the good stuff, just they'll take anything. The yeah. butts of the, and the, their bread is so good. There. The bread's outstanding. The matzo yeah. ball soup is really good. I've never had it. Yeah. Huh. yeah, I mean they've got a bunch of wonderful, you know, small Jewish things there that are. You know, you can't really find in too many places, especially in Dearborn. You have to go to other places or other other areas within the yeah. Metro Detroit area. And Maddie's is just a cool spot because not only are they taking care of the customers that walk in, but they also have a ridiculous catering in business too. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, a ton of offices all around the Dearborn area order Maddie's at least once a week. Oh my um, gosh. I mean, I found that out because my mom worked for like Ford and a couple other companies. And they would call in Maddie's. You just call in Maddie's for the entire office. Oh, can we get 47 sandwiches, please? That would and be a here's game our order. changer. This, 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 and this. If I was in at an, at an interview <laughs> and they were like, by the way, we get Maddie's on Thursdays, I'd be like, <laughs> Great. I'm working here. Where do I sign? Right. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. I mean, basically, so that was my whole reason for staying in corporate when I was in corporate is I got fed from different places. <laughs> next next sandwich. Next question is actually not a question. It's a sandwich. Okay, I'm ready. Um, all right. Awesome. So on Sandwich Shock, we have a guest, a.k.a. you today. Hello. Hi. <laughs> and we also have always a place of sandwich um, that is our sponsor for the day. 
along with a beverage to wash it down with. And today we're featuring Ochre Bakery. Um, Ochre Bakery is, I don't know if you've been there yet. I have. Have you had their sandwiches? No, I had a stuffed baguette that was amazing. Wasn't it good? Yeah. Which, what was it stuffed with? Um, it was stuffed with something orange and feta. I think Ooh. it was carrots. Mm. I, we were planning on splitting it amongst the whole staff, but the people that were at work at the time that it arrived, we just ate all of it ourselves. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I've had their banana bread too. Cool. Really good. Um, I haven't had their banana bread. Oh. I've, so, um, Maxwell Leonard, Max, yeah. um, is a baker and he now is the main baker at Ochre Bakery. Uh, the entire team is, you know, Kyle, Daisuke, Jess, um, everybody here. Like every, every cool person that you know that has worked in the, the system of like the Astro system before, or, or just, you know, have, have been, um, pretty big food heads in the area either work at Astro or go to Astro to sit down <laughs> or, I, or Astro or Ochre, you know? Yeah. And I, um, so I went and picked up the sandwiches today from Ochre and the three sandwiches that we have are the, uh, focaccia, which is their beef sandwich here. Um, I took a picture of it earlier and it's, the picture doesn't do it any justice, but if you want to just go ahead and take a look at that, smell it, right. that's going to be our number one first. Uh, the focaccia bread also fresh baked oh right there in house by, Max, uh, Max used to run a secret bakery. He did not. What bakery? Exactly. You know, Max didn't run anything. As a matter of fact, my my partner in Kana, my uh, my Pakistani pop up, her yeah. name is Miriam Khan. She did not work with Max on a secret um, thing either. She did not do anything with him, and it wasn't cool. It wouldn't be no, if it was not at all. <laughs> um, and the second sandwich that we have is their pita, which is a beet spread. Uh, with feta and, and it looks gorgeous like beautiful spicy arugula in there um, and then the last one is the, the OG standard the thing that you need to try the the one piece of sandwich that they know that everybody needs to have at least once which is their um, their country loaf and salami uh, it's just salami arugula as well um, I'm pretty sure that that's a provolone cheese in there and it also looks outstanding yeah i have um, to say these are some pretty like sexy sandwiches like right. they they're screaming like eat me yeah <laughs> eat me <laughs> it's, um, it's perfect they look amazing so the first sandwich that we'll dive into i'm gonna let you go ahead and take on that uh focaccia okay so just start jumping into that as i talk a little bit more about um ochre uh so ochre bakery is Located on Grand River and Warren, uh, newly opened this year. Oh, yeah. Take that bite. <laughs> <laughs> the focaccia bread looks so fluffy. It looks so good. And the arugula, for sure. Um, they opened up as an offshoot as well from Astro Bakery, the, most, the majority, or Astro, rather, coffee. Uh, the majority of the team there has had a hand in ochre. Um, all right. So first bite, what are your thoughts? Still chewing chew take it's, your time it's like perfectly tangy which mm. might not be the word you were thinking but you know that tang from from like sourdough bread yeah along with like the sauce it's a saucy sandwich so you know Sweet. i like it good it's just kind of perfect but it's one of also in a positive way one of the smelliest sandwiches that i've ever eaten in terms of it being just like fragrantly sandwichy nice you know, everything that they do make there in-house, bread-wise, is a sourdough. Everything is? Yeah. Every bread that they do is a sourdough. That's really cool. And everything is house-made. 
um, all local, natural, everything that they can as, as much as possible. Like they work with, you know, just like every, everybody that we try to do here in the city overall is we try to collaborate with each other. And they work with Coriander Kitchen Farms. They work with Farm Field Table. They work with Fisheye, which is their neighbor. They do the farms and greens and root vegetables with them as well. Um, they're able to just source as much as possible locally. I mean, if you even walk in and take a look at, you know, just the drinks that they have there, they've got something like Customer Club, which is this drink that I have here to wash it down. Uh, Customer Club, local company as well. They were our sponsors for the last podcast and then for this one too. Um, based out of here in Detroit with a partnership in Brooklyn as well. And they make these Amaro-inspired um, spirits, very fragrant, very floral. So you can choose either the Capo or the Syrah. Um, as your as your beverage. I've actually tried every single one of these. I can say I'm a super fan. But the funny thing is, I keep thinking that I've picked my favorite. Yeah. And I have not, because then I pick it, and I'm like, no, that one wasn't my favorite. It was the last one that I had. Right. So it's becoming more of an, an addiction. It's going from super fandom to addiction very quickly. So that's a little bit of a problem. But I really liked, like I said, I like the sourness of it. My grandma used to make... This stuff called sauerbraten, which is like a vinegar cooked meat. And wow, it was good. Yeah. And this really reminds me of it. It's like tangy and delicious, but in this perfect way. That and so, beef, though, it's so saucy. It's so good. And it's not like, so I, we talked about this with, um, with the pork from Rocco's Italian Deli that sometimes you get a sandwich and the beef or pork or whatever meat is just bathed in the sauce in which it was cooked in, mm-hmm. making it saucy, which is nice, and that's something good. But what you really look for is for every bite of the beef itself or the pork itself to actually have its juice inside of it, and that's what this does. This isn't just Absolutely. engulfed in juice. It's inherently juicy. Yeah, and it that's sort of cool. makes you salivate, so like I think the little bubbles on your tongue mm-hmm. when you're drinking this is like... Yeah. We're going to take a quick break, and while we do... Uh, well, you and I will just kind of talk and, and de- continue to devour sandwich number one. But when we come <laughs> back, we'll have sandwich number two. We'll have a couple more questions for you. And then um, we're going to d- dive into sandwich number three as well. Dun, so dun, dun. go ahead and take a break. Today's episode of Sandwich Talk is sponsored by Ochre Bakery. Located at 4884 Grand River Avenue in Detroit, Michigan. While roasting beans for Astro Coffee, this more than traditional bakery offers a variety of sandwiches and meal options for any occasion with ingredients made in-house and sourced from local vendors and friends. They're open 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. every day except Sunday. Visit OkerBakery.com. Casamara Club. Inspired by the history and traditions of Italian Amaro, these soft drinks are balanced, food-friendly, and buoyant highlighting the natural vibrancy of farmed ingredients. With currently four varieties available, find them all over the country today by checking out their website at casamaraclub.com. Sandwich Talk is also sponsored by Aunt Knees. Based out of Eastern Market in Detroit, Michigan, this chipped salsa and guacamole team offers fresh, all-natural, locally sourced snack foods for every single occasion. Got a party? Get some salsa. Got a barbecue? Get the guac. Is it 100 degrees outside and you need something edible to throw at your kids? Grab a bag of chips. Find store locations today at antneys.com and visit every Saturday at Eastern Market for the exclusively sold guacamole. 
Welcome back to the show. Thank you. All right. So we uh, dove into sandwich number one. Now we can dive into sandwich number two. And I'm going to let you pick. Did you want to dive into the salami first? Or did you want to do this uh, veggie wrap with the spread and the feta cheese? Veggie wrap in the middle. Let's do it. That's all all you. Dive into part number one. And then I'm going to grab part number two. The color on this is so perfect. My God. It looks insane. I love... I, I love a, a sandwich that looks appealing. I told you they were sexy sandwiches. Yeah. These are sandwiches just screaming, just eat me. <laughs> All right, take a bite. Enjoy. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just look into the sandwich and, and think about how much I love it. <laughs> uh, the, the pita pocket, too. So that's one thing to mention. Um, obviously, another thing that they bake there in-house, but this pita pocket looks perfect. I've seen um, the work that Max and the team there have been able to do, and they pay so much attention to their bread. What do you think? This pita pocket is what every pita pocket that I've ever seen or eaten has dreamed to live up Mm. to. It's like, it's the perfect, like, soft, but still has, like, the rip and pull on it where, like, you have to, like, eat it like you mean it. But the beets in here steal the show. Wow, what a good blend of flavors, too. Yeah. Each one of these flavors complement each other, from the arugula to the beets to the feta. Something on a sandwich that I'm always really conscious of is the proportion of sandwich to bread. Mm. And this has a really good proportion of sandwich to bread. There's like a cream in here as well. Yeah. Did you get that? Mm. It's like a garlic cream, garlic sauce. Another, another saucy, awesome item for us to love and hold and cherish. Saucy sandwich. Saucy sandwich for you the rest of my, my life. That's my Instagram account. Saucy sandwich. <laughs> Your Instagram account. That's another thing that I, I'd love to talk about because we are in sandwich talk. Your Instagram ca- account is at Alex Sandwich. Alex Sandwich. <laughs> Why? Which you uniquely understand a lot of people. Because when my parents hug me, they call it an Alex Sandwich. Aww. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they always have. And so, yeah, and I do really like sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a group of cacao people in Ecuador that actually call me Sanduche, and I'm honored by that. Like, Aww. there could be nothing that's like more. Yeah, if if I could dream to live up to being any one thing, I think my favorite word is probably sandwich. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's my favorite food item is sandwich, but. Yeah. Jeez. Mine's shrimp cocktail. Whoa. <laughs> No, okay, so like the American shrimp cocktail, or have you had like the Mexican shrimp cocktail? Oh, like American, just like trashy shrimp cocktail. Really? Yeah, not like a fancy shrimp cocktail. If, if I'm at it like a nice restaurant, I definitely won't order it. But like, yeah, if I'm like at, <laughs> if somebody has like the Meyer ring of frozen shrimp de thawed mm-hmm. for a party, oh yeah. Well, I, I mean, yeah, I, I get it. I love <laughs> I love regular standard OG shrimp dipped yeah. in just like whatever, you know, like, oh, yeah, you got sauce or no sauce. It really doesn't matter. I'm just going to go ahead and devour a ton of shrimp right Yeah. Right, real quick. Into um, that. But my favorite word is probably sandwich. That's a great word. Mm-hmm. I mean. So thanks for having me. I don't I have no <laughs> idea what my favorite word is. One thing that I found out recently is in the world of sandwiches, in the Paris school systems, uh, they recently changed over their very very healthy meals to children to prepackaged sandwiches and the parents of these kids are they outraged blew up blew up i w- i would not change anything if i knew i was up against 
French parents that were potentially upset. They called it industrial triangular squares. Yes. And <laughs> and or triangular sandwiches, industrial triangular. Like those two words are just very in a box. And they they blew up. They were very upset. And immediately, almost almost immediately, did the school system then say, "Sorry, we're going right back." Our apologies. We will not do this again. I have so much, I mean, as a chocolatier, but also just as a human, man, do I respect the French. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They just seem to always know what they want, and they're not afraid of getting it. Mm-mm. My production manager is French, and her mom has a very specific set of rules of what you're allowed, what vegetables you're allowed to eat with which meats, mm. and which vegetables she will refuse to eat. With certain meats. Oh, wow. That's pretty specific. You gotta love it. You gotta love her. I'm like Brussels sprouts with chicken. Okay. You know, but not her. No, no. No, no, no. no. You cannot stoop to that level of Brussels sprouts with chicken. Why would you ever do that? Why would you? It's rude. It's like, I just love it. I have another question for you. I'm ready. ready. When you talk about sandwiches, Mm -hmm. do you have any requirements? Sandwich requirements? Or like... Requirements for how I talk about them. <laughs> no, like boundaries in a sandwich, requirements like what you can or cannot have in a sandwich. What I can or cannot have. Pretty much anything. And I think maybe I'm maybe I'm too guilty of that where like pretty much if you put it between two pieces of bread, I count it as a sandwich. Okay. Um so like the sandwich dinner when I'm like whatever leftovers I have from yesterday and it's in between two pieces of bread. So of course it's a taco sandwich. Yep. Um so I think maybe I think maybe uh, my standards for sandwich, I would call that still high standards for sandwich, mm-hmm. but my definition might be looser than a lot of people's. Because um, you can just fit whatever you want, just go for yeah, it. Yeah, if it's on bread, I count it. Hell yeah. That's and, awesome. you know, then it, all of a sudden it becomes a meal and then you're like, I ate, you know. <laughs> I think I think when you run your own business, you're always just like scrambling on to the next thing and trying to get everything done. So, yeah, yeah I'm I'm pretty sandwich dependent, actually. But you, but no no regulations about it. So it's, if somebody no. puts on honey mustard on a sandwich, you're not going to be like, no. nope, I'm good. Yeah, that's totally fine. Cool. I'm pretty open to whoever it is that feels like making me a sandwich. Nice. I think that's a beautiful thing, making a sandwich for somebody. Isn't that nice? Yeah. Like, hey, I made you a sandwich. Wow. Like, Marry me? Yes. <laughs> yes. I, it's like you really feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of marriage, you're getting married. I'm getting married to a man who makes an excellent sandwich. Nice. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and he was saying um, that his sister his whole life has just always told him that he made a great sandwich, thinking that his sister just wanted him to make her a sandwich. Yeah. And the first time I ever told her, I'm like, you make a really excellent sandwich. Nice. He was like, my sister always said that, and I thought she was lying to me. And I was like, no. He just follows every rule. Like, the bread is lightly toasted. You know, like, mm. even if it's like, a ham sandwich you know he's like every step has been followed and he cuts it in half for you he puts it on a plate like yep. attention to detail that's oh it's incredible it's beautiful to have that and I think that that's one thing that we can say about these sandwiches too oh this is, is way better than Kyle's sandwiches though. oh these don't say that Kyle <laughs> I would eat your sandwich he loves Max too <laughs> so. cool um, so third sandwich time uh, we've got the salami now um We'll, we'll finish the rest of the sandwiches later, but dive into the next sandwich, yes. please. You can go ahead and grab okay. whatever half you want. Um, this is the salami arugula cheese. Um, <sighs> and this is on another one of their fresh baked loaves of bread. And the bread, like, okay, I'm just feeling my sandwich right now. I haven't bit into it. <laughs> um, but the bread is, like, 
It's like perfectly, it bounces back when you squeeze it. This is the country loaf. It's like holding hands. Oh, whoa, you're right. Okay. <laughs> oh, this bread loves me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so squishy and good, but it, you're right. It just bounces right back. It looks like there's, um, whoa, my God, it looks like it's kind of like a mayo mustard on there, right? Mm-hmm. What, is, that what, is that what you're tasting? Mm-hmm. The salami looks outstanding. It's, it's really good. I'm going to take a bite too. The salami is like really, really thinly sliced, which I like because mm. you can actually get your teeth through it right away. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I feel like when you're eating a cured meat, you have to you have to put in a little extra work, or it's not the same texture as the bread, and then you aren't anticipating it, and then things slide out of your sandwich. I hate that. I know that's it's hard. That's a pet peeve of mine is when you Slide have this awesome, sandwich. beautiful, good-looking sandwich. You take a bite of it, and all of a sudden, all of the toppings just come out the bottom. <sighs> the slidey sandwich will be the arch ne- nemesis to the saucy sandwich Instagram account. Wow, slidey sandwich. We're really getting there. at slidey sandwich. At slidey sandwich. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and follow that one in the future. <laughs> um, <laughs> I really like this sandwich a lot. Actually, this is the most simple sandwich, but the the spicy mustard complements everything super well, especially with the spicy arugula. Um, and you're right, the thin salami. It's, um, it's really nice. It's really good quality. I would say with all of these, like nothing about them is extravagant. It's not like an like it's not like anything is going way over the top. It's no. just really, really good ingredients. Like the bread on all three of these has been killer. Yeah, and and perfect fillings like just a few perfect things that go together really really well which i like rather than it being like and it has this and it has this and it has this it's simplicity it's simple but it's all things that oh my gosh you can really yeah get into i love that i love simplicity one thing that i truly love about your company as well is while you do have all of these extravagant flavors and styles you still keep it very simple with one general product and your branding is very simple your, the look and feel um, and, and the way that you package everything is extremely simple and, and pared down. But it also shows your efforts. It shows the quality. It shows the care that you put into everything. And, um, and, and if anybody hasn't had a Bon Bon from Bon 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 yet, I can't express how much you will make somebody in your life very happy when you do bring <laughs> them Bon Bon Bons. I've brought Bon 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 for my mom for... Uh, my friends, for dinner parties, for my relationships, for my friendships, for my cat. <laughs> and, um, for the rubber bands for your cat? Yeah, I mean, you know, he plays with the box. Yeah. <laughs> um, and even even my cat will love Bon Bon Bon. Um, however, don't feed chocolates to your dogs. Side note. Yeah. Um, which, also, how's your dog? She's the best. Yeah? My dog is... I think she might be about 13 or 14 now, and she's living the best years of her life. Good. She also likes a good sandwich. Your dog is adorable. Her name is Miss Lou. She's Mm -hmm. Hawaiian. Hawaiian Um, Sheba? She's a Hawaiian mutt from the streets of Honolulu who made her way to Michigan. She's so pretty, though. Oh, she's the most gorgeous. Yeah, she's You say, like, lady. from the streets as if she was, like... No, I like it. Like, I like that she's, like, a tough side. <laughs> like, she doesn't need anybody. You know, she's she's an independent lady, and she chooses to yeah. live with me because it's her decision. Because you guys are friends. Yeah. And you guys are cool, Sports. and you take care of each other. Totally. Even though you don't need to. But no, I think help. she thinks that she's my mom. Which is possible. Yeah, I think she's, <laughs> like... Because she's very inconvenienced by... 
by like my life, like, oh no, you're like messing that up. You know, like <laughs> here, let me help you. And yeah, she's very concerned about me. I think she's my mom. Oh, that's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, my my cat Frank, who I got accidentally one day, but now ten years in running, we're still buds. Amazing how that happens. Um, he's just my my homie. He's my bud. You know, he's he's the guy that I come. You know. To, when I when I walk in, I'm like, "Hey, Frank, how's it going?" He, he does a real good <laughs> meow, and then yeah. stretches it out, and then goes about his business. Like it's he, like yeah, the pets, life he chose. Pets are wonderful to have because you know that it's always going to be somebody that gives you kind of uncondi- unconditional love. Totally. Yeah. All right. Next question. Favorite condiment? I know you said mayo, but do you have a favorite? Mayo is my favorite. Really? It really you is. You went from not liking it at all to saying that it's I your favorite. I just didn't know. I had wow. never. I felt the same way about guacamole. When I was little, I didn't try guacamole, and then I had it for the first time, and my mind imploded. Hell yeah. Like, I didn't, I didn't know. Nobody told me. And <laughs> I feel the same way about mayo. Like, what? Where was it? <laughs> what were people doing? And, like, what was I doing? Yeah. I was, I must have been... 24 when I first had mayo consciously had mayo like first was like well I'll throw a little mayo on there see what like I think it's just I maybe I'll get over it in the next five years I don't know but yeah I'm into mayo (laughs) mayo is a good play yeah I just had another bite of the sandwich I'm sorry it was so good I'm gonna I'm gonna keep eating all of these I was on a mayo mayo rant can you please try dukes and let me know what you think I will absolutely do that. I can give you a full review. Good aiolis too, always. Oh, always. Yeah. It's yeah. Always. When you get a fresh homemade mayo, a real mayo, there's really nothing like that. You know, oh. something that uh, a lot of great sandwich tiers. Can I say that sandwich wizards? So. Is uh, that what they prefer? Sandwich. Like, what is their nomenclature? We don't know. Um, Sandwich artists. Sandwich artists. I like that. I guess. I mean, is that's that branded from somewhere. Yeah, I think though? Subway got that, that one. Oh. All right. Oh. Uh, well. That makes me sad because I'm not sure how much. Well, I don't want to say that, but like, you know, everybody can put their artistic input somehow. But it just seems like these sandwiches might seem more high art than yeah. a Subway. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, this is <laughs> please. <laughs> <laughs> this is a this is a true delight in and in, in dance of flavors in my mouth and it's it's really like what a sandwich should strive to be is all of these three three i mean we've got wonderful sandwich sandwiches in this town sandwiches sandwiches oh if it's like a, a witch they're a sandwich i say sand, sandwicher like i don't know what are you if you make sandwich monger is there a place where people can contact you if they have questions about this or if they can resolve this question if somebody us? wants to contact me instagram at okay. Carlos underscore Parisi, let me know. And then same thing if somebody contacts you at Alex Sandwich. I will absolutely let you we know. can continue We're this ready. conversation offline. Please don't hate <laughs> mail about not knowing. But yeah, we want yeah. to know. Yeah. Striving for knowledge. We're looking up. We're we're like <laughs> the imaginary friends in the sky, please help. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> um okay, so real quick before we move forward, I have uh something that I like to call the pick of the week. Okay. The pick of the week for me this time. Um, is, I'm not sure if you know this or not, but my friends over at Bikes and Coffee, Ben Kehoe, who owns Bikes and Coffee, a good friend of mine, known him for a long time. We ride bikes. We've hung out. We drink coffee. Um, He and Jeremy DeMass from PiSci went in and got an ice cream machine. (gasps) And now they're serving what's called Ben and Jer's. Ben and Jer's ice cream out of Bikes and Coffee. 
and you can get affogados or just ice cream from Bikes and Coffee. Affogado is another good word. Affogado, yeah. What's it called? I, uh, I forgot. I forgot what it's called. <laughs> They're so good. Yeah. And if you don't know what an affogato is for the friends at home, it is coffee plus ice cream equals deliciosity. It's perfect. Yeah. I, I also love both of those items and together it's so good. Um, it's a, espresso and ice cream technically, isn't it? Espresso and ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's... But the coffee at Bikes and Coffee is so good. I feel like you could just be like, can I get a coffee float? Yeah. And you'd be tremendously happy. Yeah. So do you have any big things that you've got coming up that you want to plug? Big things for Von Von Von. We are... I'm having a hard time doing this because we do have a big thing, but I can't tell you about it yet. That's fine. So that's the big thing. How do we find out about the big thing when it it comes out? Yeah, I mean, you can follow. So on Instagram, we're Bon 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 Chocolate. You can stay tuned to like what's coming up next and what's going on there. Um, We have a pineapple upside down bond that's coming out with this like caramelized pineapple that I've been working on. That's really pretty bomb. So that's kind of cool. Our blue moon bond is coming back this summer. What was that? Blue moon. Blue moon. Um, Yeah, it's blue moon on a sugar cone. And we learned all kinds of really interesting things about Blue Moon flavoring, and we figured out how to do it without um, partaking and using the uh, the ex- the stuff out of a beaver's anus. Did you know that that's where the flavoring component comes from? I'm sorry. Yes. What? Who discovered that? Like, who was like, man, like this beaver anus, I'm just going to squeeze this stuff out. And then... That's the flavor of Superman ice cream? Blue Moon. Because Superman is Blue Moon, Blue Moon is Beaver Anus. Beaver Anus ice cream. <laughs> they probably were like, well, we can't call it Beaver Anus ice cream, so we got to call it something. You know, I don't oh, know. Oh, from the South? No, I, don't <laughs> I don't know. My alter ego, her name is Carla, and that's how she sounds. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so, so we figured out how to replicate the flavor in a way that didn't impact any beaver I'm not even sure if it's true, but we researched it enough that it seemed true, and so we just had to like make our own flavor. So we put a lot of work into it, and now nobody wants to hear about it. But it's a hard piece, and it's it's like, uh, and it has sugar cones in it, and it's delicious, nice. and um, it's everything that you love about Blue Moon, and nothing you now don't like about. Yeah, <laughs> I now I'm approaching every single Blue Moon yeah. and/or Superman ice cream with a little bit of hesitance. We've been chilling a lot. Um, with the girls from Street Beat, who are amazing. Yeah. yeah. And we did Nina a taco taco with them. I saw that. That was really so good. I was busy that night, and I was very upset because everybody and their mom, dad, uncle, aunt, cat, dog, oh, it didn't yeah. matter, was talking about that damn Choco Taco. Yeah. And it was a, col- a collab with you, um, Ice Cream Plant, who does the vegan ice cream. Yeah. And, uh, and then Street Beat. And you guys did what portions of this Choco Taco? We did um, the chocolate dip that was on it and all of the accoutrements, um, like a.k.a. vegan sprinkles. Um, what makes a sprinkle vegan? Oh, it just doesn't have anything that's not vegan. A lot of times, you would be surprised. Like, So one of the biggest things with Bon 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 is that we're sourcing very carefully. And okay. it's like, if you don't, all of a sudden you can have sprinkles that have all kinds of things in them that you don't necessarily want to have in it. I mean, of course, the sourcing that we take most carefully, and our focus is really the chocolate, but I don't see why that should not extend to all of the products that you're using. You know, people are trusting us, so it's like I feel really responsible to be using stuff that's actually 
as delicious as possible. I mean, if you're going to use a sprinkle, which like you can't make a coffee and donut bon without a sprinkle, just like you have to make it with Dutch girl donuts. You mm-hmm. know, it's like, come on, you know, like we've got standards, like we got to do something. So it's like, if you're going to use a sprinkle, then what's the sprinkle that's not packed full of chemicals? Like what's you're the right. sprinkle? Like why are we putting all this effort into the chocolate that we source if we aren't going to put it into the other stuff? Yeah. Like if you got to use a sprinkle, might as well be a good sprinkle. But so we made the Choco Tacos with our um, killer cereal flavor, which is Fruity Pebbles with bergamot and it's lightly salted and um, yeah, vegan white chocolate. Mm. And it was, it was delicious. How can we get another one of these? Oh, keep I'm sure we'll do something again. Well, actually, okay, so that's why I brought it up is we're talking about doing a little vegan um, Bon 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 box collaboration because they're Ooh. pretty fun to deal with. And that would give us an opportunity to hang out more this summer. And otherwise, I don't know. There's always something new in the shop. Yeah. Cool. The mixtapes are back in stock. So we have some dark chocolate, milk chocolate, and white chocolate cassette tapes. Awesome. That we make when we're feeling. Can we open up a bond right now and have it? Heck yeah. Real quick. Okay. So as our dessert, because we've had three sandwiches, I'm going to crack this open. Oh, my God. This is one of my favorite things about your guys's packaging is there's just so much care put into everything you've got one two and three awesome little cards or stickers that go with it um (laughs) hot damn it says bond diggity dog like you your branding is so cool um and then okay so from your perspective show me the best way to open up this box okay so when you open it up the best thing to do is to open it from both sides okay i used to like when i originally designed the packaging i designed it with reinforced tape so that nobody could open it in the car and i've been a real stickler because i put a lot of thought and effort and there's a reason why our packaging is the way it is um namely the environment Mm -hmm. and you know reducing waste um, so I've been a real stickler about not changing anything about the packaging that doesn't impact things that we believe in. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one thing I changed was we did get rid of the reinforced tape because I didn't want people, I wanted people to have to sit down and open the box with a friend like we are right now yeah. and enjoy it. But they wanted to open it in the car and they won. Because oh. they think they'd leave the shop and then they immediately, we've had people walk out of the shop, go into their car, eat eight pieces, walk back in and be and like, get we more? need more. Well, yeah, <laughs> Um, wow, you've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten months. This is going to make me so happy. So, um, which one are you going to pick? Okay, no uh, let's let's go through the flavors <laughs> really quick. You tell me uh, the flavors that we have here. Okay, we brought hazel white, which is a hazelnut jandouille, but nobody can ever say jandouille, so we call ours hazel white. Um, cherry lux, which is Michigan cherries that are candied with luxardo. So, don't think of it as like your cherry cordial like that your grandpa used to buy you this is like a completely like if you're eating dried cherries and you eat that one perfect dried cherry and you're like this is the best right that's what this is supposed to be like um butter butter crunch butter made potato chips milk chocolate french gray sea salt i mean there you go the killer cereal which i was talking about white chocolate which don't hate on white chocolate when it's good white chocolate i like white chocolate i'm actually a fan people knock it before they try it all the time and you're like I I don't like bad white chocolate too, but it's like good white chocolate's just pretty rare, um, and that's for a whole slew of things that can be on an economics podcast and mm. on a sandwich podcast. <laughs> um, Punch Brownie, which is our saddest looking chocolate, it's like a little dude who's really bummed out, who's looking on top, staring at you, um, but it's oh. actually walnut and dark chocolate chenduya, and that piece actually is vegan. It has sorghum in it, and Whoa. It's 
yeah, delicious. That's one of the darkest pieces that we have. So when people are like really the enthusiasts about, mm-hmm. they're like nothing. You know what percentage you can't is your make dark chocolate? chocolate yeah, dark then we're like just eat this. Um, <laughs> PB and jam, which is honey roasted peanut butter and jam. Um, sticky bun, which is like a bun that is made to to taste like this center bite of a sticky bun. Dark up, again, for your same type of person that's like, the, I just want dark chocolate with dark chocolate and dark chocolate. So all that's in there is dark chocolate and Guernsey heavy cream. Um, strawberry balsamic, which I love. So it's machine strawberries and then a super aged balsamic and an olive oil ganache with this olive oil from Spain that took us like two years to find the Whoa. perfect olive oil for our chocolate blend. A little bit more savory on that one? Yeah, yeah. I mean, none of our chocolate is very sweet because we don't add as much... Um, into it to preserve it as long. So mm-hmm. our shelf life is way shorter, but our flavors are way more like impactful. Like they actually hit you rather than sometimes you'll go to a chocolate shop and you'll have like, they'll be like, this one is strawberry lavender and you eat it and you get like, like, I guess it tastes kind of like strawberry, but it's just like a little lavender and tastes like a lot like chocolate. Yeah. Um, tastes like chocolate hand soap. Yeah. yeah. Here it's really like, you're going to know what flavor it is, yeah. you know, because you can see it, because you can bite into it, because you can, you know, we aren't just putting a drop of some flavor oil in it and no. then making it look pretty. Um, and then little hottie on the end, which is, um, we make it with, it's a dark and milk chocolate piece. Mm-hmm. And we make it with Mike's Hot Honey, which is a brand out of Brooklyn that's amazing. And we were at this thing and we met Mike and we've used his honey ever since. Oh, nice. And Vietnamese cinnamon which is a spicy cinnamon, and then it has arbol chili, which is not the spiciest chili. Mm-hmm. And so it's neat because you get spice from kind of three different places. Yeah, and it's a little bit more of a, a layer of flavor that kind of plays. Yeah, rather in than it ways. just being like when people walk in and they say, "Hey, do you have spicy chocolate?" I don't want to just hand them something that's going to knock their socks off right away. You know, I yeah. want them to have more of an experience with it where they're like, is it spicy? I don't know. I don't trust you. And then they're like, oh, it's spicy. And you're like, see, and you can like watch them experience the whole thing. while they're Yeah, it, it also has a little bit of the back of the palate heat, which is something that people don't necessarily, like when they, when people ask for spicy, they immediately think, oh, great peppers, because yeah. you want that top front taste to be spicy. Some people do. But in my opinion, you can get a great, um, difference in dance and, and, and change in flavor by adding the spice to the very back of the palate to the very end of your flavor because then it allows you to taste every single different segment of whatever food you're trying to do and then oh wait there's that spice that I've been craving do you know the people from Spumato yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so I love the way that they describe scent and I think of flavor in a very similar way where it sort of has the first like wave that kind of covers everything. Mm-hmm. And then the second wave, which is, you know, this the experience that I think people most commonly think of when they're about a flavor or a scent or an experience. And then the third wave, which is like the lasting thing that lingers in your mouth. Mm. Where like with with um not as high of a quality of chocolate, you'll find that it doesn't last in your mouth very long. And usually yeah. it just means that they cheaped out on the fat, the cocoa <laughs> butter. Um but on a on a really good piece of chocolate, it really will linger in your mouth for a long time. You know, it'll be a minute yeah. later and you're still kind of enjoying it. Well, the way you described it is the same way that I like to experience food, too. And I think yeah. that that's why I really like them and, and what they're doing over there. Oh, I love it. And it's so intimate. And everyone who works there is so knowledgeable. And I think it's probably the number one place that I would tell somebody if they were trying to impress somebody mm. on a date. You know, maybe it's like day two and you want them to think that you're like, (laughs) 
I don't know what you want them to think. Maybe you're just into that, but but it is it's a pretty romantic spot. It's it is. beautiful in there and it's intimate and like people are so friendly and you get to know the people next to you and it's fun yeah. and but it's fun in a like I feel like a grown up and I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Way. I agree. I uh I was a third wheel of a date there. Really? Once and I had a blast as the third <laughs> wheel. Uh, I was so into bring it. Bring your third wheel. Yeah, yeah, bring your third wheel. Um, I'm interested in the the uh, little bit more savory one, which is a strawberry balsamic. Okay, I'm going I'm Cherry try. Lux. Cherry Lux, cool. I'm going to dig in. And I know on the packages you always say it's better to uh, flip out both sides. Yeah, pull out both sides and then you push it through. Okay. I'm not as fast as you are. That's you obviously okay. do this for a living. I've opened a lot of these boxes yeah? before. Yeah. All right, and then you push it out from one side. All right, cheers. Cheers. Heck yeah. Chocolate, going for it. Sometimes you forget, like, when you haven't eaten a piece in a while, because I eat these all the time. And then you revisit an old favorite, and you're like, like you rem- you're like, wow. <laughs> mm. Well, the balsamic does come out a little bit in this, but not. it's not overly powerful. No. It's just enough to yeah. play with the strawberry. That's really nice. And on here, I just really, I, I do not like cherry cordials at all. And this is my defiance against the cherry cordial to make this perfect dark chocolate. And then that, like, the cherry tones that are, I remember the first time I was ever at a bar and I tried Luxardo. Mm. Or, like, when you have the Luxardo cherries in your old fashions. And I oh always eat them out of people's old fashions. And you're like, what is this? And we were able to do it with Michigan cherries. It's exactly <laughs> the way I want it to be. It's perfect. Thank you very, very much for, for bringing these. Thank you for being part of the of show. Thank you for being my friend. Mm, um, my friend. I'm, I'm very proud to say that we've got wonderful people in the city, and you are right up there on the top of the list of amazing people doing amazing things for all the right reasons. Oh, thank you. So thank you very much for being on Sandwich Talk. Well, that's it for today. Thank you all for listening. Thanks to our guest, Alex Clark. Sandwich Shock is a production of Planet Ant Media, powered by Pinecast, supported by Artwork and the National Endowment for the Arts. Check out more Planet Ant podcasts at planetantpodcasts.com. Our theme music is Bushwick Tarantella, and our ad read music is Lobby Time, both by Kevin McLeod. Our producer is Zach Bridges. Our executive sandwich liaison is Danny Veer. Our mustard valet is Michael Zuber. Our staff condiment curator is Nick Brickhouse Houston. Everyone's favorite mailman, Carl Malone. And as always, our chief, Miles O'Brien. Thanks for listening. I'm Carlos. Hope you got hungry. Happy sandwich. Enjoy. We started on a high, like our standards now are just our expectations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>